0: Hello and welcome to a new episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm your host, Byron Carden, and with me today to bring in the new year for the podcast, I have a very special guest, which is Gav Purcell of the band by Curious. So by Curious have a very special place in my heart for this show in that they were the first band to ever allow me to interview them, um, which is back by Zoom actually now. It'll be two years next month. Uh, so very special place in my heart. And today we'll be chatting about the band's five-year anniversary of their EP. I'm so confused, which was released in March 2018. It's crazy to think that that's been five years because I was at that launch show. Just it just does not feel that long. But anyway, we will be chatting about that in depth. The band will be doing a very special show in Workmans to celebrate it, uh, which tickets are on sale at the moment. You can get them on Ticketmaster and MCD. Um, and on top of that, we'll be chatting about the album Reconstructed that they released in 2021 and a whole host of other things what the band's been up to in the last year what they have in store for 2023 and a few tangents here and there that myself and gab go on but uh i really hope you enjoyed the episode i have an absolute blast recording it and here's the theme music by zach stevenson Or not. Okay. well, No. We'll start now. We'll start it. now. You
1: know,
2: Wayne's World is like, what is it? Five, four.
0: I've never actually seen Wayne's World. There,
2: there's some homework. <laughs> We're
0: here you. with one half of my <laughs> Curious. I will say that Gav Purcell. Thank you for so much for joining us. You're the set. It's the second time you've been on. Yeah. Yeah. The first time. Time, the first time was two. It was two years ago, and it'll be two. Year- well, it'll be two years next month.
2: Yeah. So the nineteenth was the birthday. Yeah. it's on the first time, with but- the other half of by like,
0: curious tyrant half, yes. is in germany so yeah <laughs> here i am i still can't believe it's been two years um yeah you've had a fucking mad year jesus christ well, well the album came out was it 2021 the album came out yeah yeah right, yeah and then just been touring it what was it like to finally get to play it live um it was really good yeah i was just thinking about that because um
2: because yeah we released it over covid i was thinking about that the other day because We did loads of those like live streams, kind of. and oh, I think yeah, that yeah. was I can't even remember though. Um, if it was, we did live streams anyway, kind of leading up to the album. Maybe we had the album recorded. Um, but those live streams, like, it was mad because the government like funded a load of them. And uh, oh, I
0: remember these, yeah,
2: yeah. And uh, like, it was a really weird feeling. And it took a while to get used to those kind of live streams. And it, it's a very weird feeling playing. Um, to a room and it's one thing playing in a, to a room with people but it's a bunch of people just looking in a camera mm. and then when you finish a song and then no one claps at all <laughs> and like we've we've played gigs <laughs> but like I want to say like even two or three people in the room but at least yeah. they're kind of watching and they even give a, a s- scattered clap is it, ju-
0: is it just like like yeah. do the camera then not even clap or anything no though? because
2: it's I don't know some regulation, yeah, it's, regulation weird, it's weird yeah. and then um because even, like, say, if we're jamming, me and Taryn, at least we'd kind of talk after. But it's like this kind of gig setting, but no one's in the crowd. <laughs> and then when we did get to gig it, I think the first time he played in front of a crowd was at Stendhal Festival in Derry. Mm. And uh, we were playing the stage. And even though it was ca- kind of socially distanced, I suppose, I'd be careful my words. How you be socially distanced on a bike here? I'm um, <laughs> being careful of my words for uh, everyone's sake. Um uh well no well, it was socially distanced in but uh <laughs> yeah it, uh, it was weird but anyway we got to the point of it is we got to play it in front of a crowd yeah and even though it wasn't like a traditional as like by like, curious show um it was really nice and i kind of realized from that then how much like i kind of rely on a crowd whether mm. that be like two or three people in some lord of the rings team pub <laughs> in southampton which actually is a story what we played, uh, <laughs> and it's actually, I guess, on a sec. I think, it was, yeah, it was. And, uh, but yeah, we played that, and I was like, God, it was great playing in front of a crowd. And um, and then I think after that, we went over, did yeah, this is where The Lord of the Rings comes in. We did three gigs in the UK, because the UK opened up before Dublin. Yeah. And this was after the album was released, if I'm correct. And the first one we played, and it was a mad long drive, and T- Taryn was driving, so I can't really give Out about it <laughs> yeah, in terms of that, so for, for, thanks, Taryn. and fair play. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, we played in Setham, showed up this venue, it's called The Hobbit. Oh, really? And it was kind of reminding me of Fibbers in a way, where it's like this massive smoking area, like way bigger than Fibbers smoking area, as well. Right? Loads of people in the smoking area, like grand. And then we went to play, and I swear to god, we were playing with a band called Parachute for Gordo, very good band as well, by the way. They were in the crowd, I think someone came in and left straight away, but we played that. And, uh, yeah, so, like, I want to say it's three people in two for Gordo, the sound engineer, who was really good at his own sound. Um about that, so there was, like, four people, which is weird. So the moral of the story, if it is a moral, is <laughs> I preferred playing in front of the band we were playing with and the sound engineer. Yeah. Then live stream, but then, um, yeah, we did, I'm kind of ranting there, but... Um, no, you're
0: great. it's a podcast. Oh, yeah, it's
2: the whole oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> point, isn't it, yeah? Um, but, uh yeah, that was really good getting to play it again. Um, especially, we played Portals Festival in London, which we're playing again during the summer. Um, which played, like, just really sweaty because it was over three venues and we played the smallest one, like a basement of a dive bar and it was like... Oh, Jesus. That was kind of the first one back, I think, where, like, it was proper fucking crammed. Um, people couldn't get into the venue because uh, I think it was Alpha MLT party Party were playing before us. Mm. In the the big venue, the Dome in London and then across the road was the dive bar aces and eights and two of my oh, friends have been in that bar
0: yeah. yeah yeah I've been in that bar well we played now. in the basement of there which is like
2: <laughs> uh, and um, two of my friends were outside I think we having a smoke before they went in and then I just saw people running from the venue and then like once you're in then no one else got in so that was kind of the first gig back and um, and touring the al- like we got to play the album songs live like and not on a,
0: a live stream uh, yeah because so that remember, was really nice. I remember, I think, was it the last time that I saw you when I met you in Dublin airport? Would that have yeah. been the last time? Yeah. yeah. And that was out of lockdown. I felt so bad for you yeah. when that happened. What was it? it was, oh, it was the COVID just fucking everything up again. Well, <laughs> that was even more annoying because
2: I want to say just before that, like a month before, I want to say, we were supposed to do an Irish tour with Polymath. Yeah. Two days before I got COVID and I was like, I have COVID. Yeah. So we had to cancel the tour. They were coming over from England. Rescheduled that. and we got. Okay. We have the French tour. Be fine. In the airport, real early. I like enter the airport early because Dublin airport's mad as well. You don't know. And uh yeah, I remember going into. Actually, I remember going into to the smoking area first, having a vape, and it was it was a uh, Joe Joe from Scuston was there, and it's like oh how are you? What's the crack? And I was like oh this is nice. So now and then I tap on the shoulder, and there's Spara yeah. <laughs> yourself, and you were like oh how are you? And it's like oh we were chilling out for ages and then I was like here I'm gonna go to the gate early and then I was getting a smoothie I had a smoothie and Taron rang saying he had COVID and uh, I had to get the gear off the plane oh, and geez. then I was like I need a I need a, like some nicotine there so I came back <laughs> and you're like, "What are you doing back?" And I was like Taron has COVID so yeah that was shit
0: <laughs> you got to go eventually though didn't you we did yeah, yeah it was, was class was this a French tour wasn't it yeah it was great I saw clips of that it, <laughs> it was, looked fucking mental <laughs> it was actually
2: yeah it was really good it was because we've toured France a few times and um Yeah, it was great. We got a French booking agent as well, who was great. Everything was great. Uh, Taryn's dad drove us on it, who was also great. Taryn's great as well. So (laughs) just all around great. Everything's great. Yeah, everything's (laughs) great. It was actually like really smooth. I think with touring the album as well, like the tours we did in conjunction with this album, like it was all like really good. And I'm like, which is weird to say, there's always going to be one or two gigs at least which aren't going to go that well but that's just the way it is and we're going kind to of used mm. to that which and even at that case the ones that weren't that good maybe Bart but um that was a case of like two people in the crowd with oh, a Kate really, Bush yeah. band playing it was fucking weird Kate Bush band playing? there was like a Kate Bush tribute act next door and then the promoter was like what? we're gonna time it uh yeah the, <laughs> the promoter goes we're gonna time it um so like you Kate Bush is gonna start then they'll take an intermission <laughs> And then you'll play. And then, like, when you finish, they'll go back on. So, like, so we'd get... The- go back on. So, they were in the other room. They are right, in the main okay. room. We were in the smaller room. So, oh, basically, sorry, yeah, sorry, okay. what he was trying to do was get Kate Bush. It wasn't Kate Bush herself, but the yeah. tribute crowd to go in. Bear in mind, the crowd for that were, like, 70-year-old women. <laughs> and uh, I remember... Can
0: you imagine? Well, you, of course you can imagine you were there. But-
2: <laughs> and then it was, like... I remember then, at the end, when for vape, and the promoter was, like... <laughs> what did he say he was like oh yeah i really enjoyed that and he was like i was really good like i enjoyed the gig it's like all right like just in my head i was like there was two i want to say two to three people watching us i could see you weren't there like (laughs) do you know what i mean like a room that's like a hundred i want to say it was a hundred capacity room you can count or even just notice people um and then actually six if you include the last Vinci, but um Oh my god! Yeah, I don't really know where I was, uh, it was. How we went there? Oh yeah, I was saying the tours all all um, went well. Yeah, it was actually like really good and it was all really enjoyable. Mm. The tour just gone with Polymath was very enjoyable. Um, probably my favorite band we've toured with.
0: Who? Who are sorry? I don't actually know them. I did like I didn't mm. know them before. And they're, I now I listen to them. They're fucking. They're amazing (laughs) yeah they're their latest (laughs) album extremely intricately layered Mm. (laughs) music
2: yeah i think though it's the right kind of amount of prog if that makes sense like no
0: no no, i think they're great like i really enjoyed it
2: yeah and i think it's like you can kind of guess music there with the name polymath but they um (laughs) but like they do it really well like to be playing something mad complicated but you can dance to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You get what I mean? Like it's
0: kind of a weird thing to do. Like you guys nail it pretty well as well. It's like it, it, mm. it is fucking complex shit, but you can just move. You're not kind of stuck into this kind of like um like do you ever listen to bands that are just so unbelievably dense that you're kind of your mind kind of just forgets that you're meant to be, you know? <laughs> yeah.
2: Um yeah, I in terms of us, I wouldn't say what I'm doing is necessarily complex. I would say in terms of keeping time at loops, that can be stressful and difficult, Taryn is definitely doing a lot of complex stuff there's 100% no doubt about that. Um but our aim as a band I think was always like might have changed a bit over time too this but mm. our aim was always kind of like make people dance in yeah, a way yeah, yeah. <laughs> and kind of make it fun. Um so I think and obviously then we have influences from like a lot of I wouldn't call us a mat rock band by any means, or a post rock band. You
0: seem to get tagged with that quite a bit.
2: Yeah, and I think the reason for that is because we have a lot of mat rock and post rock band influences, and there are definitely elements of it without a doubt. And the fact that we ha- we're traditionally an instrumental band—that's kind of what we're we're labelled at. But um, oh yeah, like, but I like. But 100% our influences are bands like And So Watch You From Afar, mm. Alpha Male Tea Party, Ada Shank, Cleft, like, all those bands. And then even, like, post-rock bands like Mogwai, um, like, and like all those bands are definitely influences. But uh, I just, because uh, we do sound, at times, sound similar to them. I think we do sound quite similar to some of them, but... Yeah, why we're tagged as that, I don't know. Us. put us into label, man. Yeah. Take away the labels, bro. <laughs> now, nah, but... Yeah, I would... We're definitely influenced by Matt Drucker, Yeah. Mm.
0: yeah. Um, when was the... When was the... So When was the gig that was in Whelan's Upstairs?
2: Was... Oh, that was the Reconstructed Album. That, was, fucking,
0: that was an amazing show. It was great to see because, mm. like, I... Uh, no, I think I got the album there. I did. I got it there on vinyl, but I've been listening to it for quite a bit. And, like, it's so... What you what I forget sometimes when watching you guys play is that Taron is on his own just doing the pedals and stuff. So mm. to see it translated finally in front of you, and it's a fantastic album, by the way. I don't know if I've already told you that, but oh, it is. Thank you. But Jesus That's Christ, nice. to see it to see it mm. live for the first time was fantastic. That was that the first Dublin show with it? Um
2: Yeah, it would have been. Because that mm. was like that was kind of supposed to be the launch show. That was also at a weird time. Because it was weird, we kept getting gigs just cancelled and cancelled, and that night as well. Even though gigs in Dublin like most of them end at half ten to eleven, yeah, um, because a nightclub has to happen. But that was literally um the night where curfew came back again had to be finished by um eleven, I think. Um, but we were gonna end at eleven anyway, yeah. so it was kind of fine for us. <laughs> but it was a really weird time because we sold that out. It was upstairs. It was originally supposed to be in the main room of Whelan's as well due to everything being rescheduled, got upstairs. um, And it was sold out as well, but that was at a time, and I think it's still happening, to be fair, where, like, p- bands are selling out gigs and people don't show up. Y-
0: really? Yeah. Is that a thing? Why yeah, you even that sh- night. Why would you not show up?
2: <laughs> I think due whatever, to... Well,
0: COVID, obviously... COVID yeah,
1: COVID's kind of one thing.
2: I think another thing is, well, oh, there's so much on. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, since and people... At that time, though, I think it was, like, when gigs were back, people were like, yes, but now there's just so much options, and
0: I don't know. Speaking of Hmm. gigs... Yeah. Yeah, we're going (laughs) to... I think you have a little bit of announcement. Oh, an announcement.
2: It's probably been... Well, by the time this is out... I think
0: this will be out on Friday.
2: Oh, yeah, it'll... Oh, yeah, it's (laughs) going to be announced tomorrow. Oh, right, okay. Today's (laughs) Tuesday. Yeah, we're playing um, a five-year anniversary show of I'm So Confused in the Workman's Cellar, um, which is a new venue, um. On the tenth of March, presented by MCD and Narrow Door Records. Um, yeah, that's gonna be really fun. And that, five years—that is, fu- it's fucking l- nuts. Yeah. Like as
0: I was say, saying before we started, like I'm pretty, I'm confident that I was at the launch of that. Mm. And I still couldn't. I was like, that's five years ago. Holy shit! Because I, I remember Sleep coming out. Yeah. I remember all that, I like, and just being like, "What? This is fucking amazing!" It just—I could not believe it's been five years already.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it's really weird because every time I'm like, "Oh, we're doing a five year and I'm like, I like stop myself in the middle of saying five year anniversary, <laughs> and I'm like, "That's fucking weird." Um, yeah, it's mad because I released two singles before that, and then record.ep went over to Macclesfield. I want to say his name of the area, yeah, it was. the Edge Studios. Oh, thanks, yeah. good research, Louis. Yep. <laughs> True, and then <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> yeah, we Tom did that. Peters wasn't it? Yeah, so I think Taryn emailed him because. We really liked Alpha Menal Tea Party and the sound of their albums as well, which Tom like recorded, like produced and everything. So I was like, I'll email him. And he got back and he was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll record. And so we did a crowdfunding thing as well, which I, yeah, I was going to ask you about this.
0: I never knew that. So I Mm. saw saw that today. It was like, Was it like, I, I think Taryn described it in the interview that I was reading, like, begging for money but in a funny way that's like a good way of putting it actually yeah it's i don't, I don't think i've seen that that's really good
2: uh, yeah because actually i remember i that's really weird because i just remembered that we did a fundraising thing while i was saying that i was like oh yeah we did that there's another thing to talk about uh yeah we did yeah like a f- yeah
0: is the video still up there was a video yeah made. yeah it's on youtube i haven't seen it have now, you not seen I, it it's only i only learned that today so yeah that was
2: made by it was in my parents house with sean smith who directed the music video for sleep as well uh he <laughs> came to the gaff, and i remember just like trying to remember the fucking lines even <laughs> of it well yeah that that was a bit of that was very fun it was like <laughs> the opening shot i think it's sugar beats the songs playing but we're both asleep and I'm like facing the other way, and then Taryn's like, "Oh, hi there!" And then he goes, "We're by curious," and then I turn my head, and we're both in bed together. <laughs> uh, that was actually that, that was good fun <laughs> making that video as well. And it's a funny video, yeah. It's on our YouTube channel. Well, I think it, it a should watch, be, man. yeah.
0: But like, mm-hmm. um, when you were when <laughs> I'm so when you were recording, I'm so confused. Like, mm-hmm. did was it always the intention to make an EP, or was it just like we had for like you just were like the songs just kind of mm-hmm. came about? Like, was the intention to go out and make an EP, or yeah.
2: Because we had, I want to just from five years ago, I'm trying to remember as well, but from what I remember, we had a bunch of songs. So we already had TOI and Sugar Beats recorded with two B sides on top. That's so always Sugar Beats and Caged first, then TOI and Come On. Then we'd, have, I think, I want to say a good f- bunch of stuff. And then we kind of picked the four best songs Yeah, from that bunch of stuff. And we we're like, we'll make an EP out of it. And also money wise as well I'd say but I think it was I, but I think it was intentional yeah because we didn't want to just like release an album straight away maybe but yeah it's basically the four songs of what we thought were the best out of a bunch of songs we had yeah. written at that time
0: still can't believe you did it in four days as well fuck we did yeah did we <laughs> well and the, the, the again I, what I was reading earlier yeah. was that you did do it in four days I should
2: have done my research before doing <laughs> on my own life uh, <laughs>
0: That's mad. Yeah, it was four
2: days. That's impressive. It is, yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. Because we did, like... It's actually, if you watch the Japanese puppy video that Taron made, he, he, like, he edited it all together. Yeah. Um, There's footage from... In from sense. when we recorded that with Tom, like, within the video. Mm. And But I just remember there, there's at the end of that video I really like. Because we did, like, we overdubbed, like, percussion and, like... There was even on the song Father I remember... Tyrone playing on, like, a really out-of-tune uh, piano and stuff, but basically one of the overdubs at the end of Japanese Puppy video, because at the end of that, where it's just, like, the final hit, yeah, I overdubbed, because they had a bit, like, it wasn't a massive over-the-top Van Halen one, but you know those China symbols which you hit with a oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a small <laughs> one of them, we like, well, put that on, <laughs> and I hit that, but if you watch the video, the song fades out, and then it goes to the audio of the actual video that, of Tyrone recording me, and nice I just go... Cool, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: like stuff like that,
2: but it was great. And Tom recorded our album as well. and probably be recording, the, he, he will be recording the next one.
0: Ooh. But, uh, like, yeah. um, <laughs> just the, the funny thing is, did you ever think mm. that uh, the uh, fake news that it would become even more like it's aged like fine wine in terms of like he just got worse and worse and worse? <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: in terms of that song in particular, it's funny, I remember doing it
2: an interview like sitting down outside of pub me and Taryn with um, it's real was weird it was golden t- plaque was it? no it wasn't golden plaque it was someone from Trinity from Tr- like Trinity College and um, but he was like oh, I was just fucking weird man because he was like really like he was like fake news so like the political ideas and blah blah blah, blah and like he was getting really like into stuff hmm. if you get me and I remember because Taryn was doing mostly answering because I was just like what the fuck is this dude on <laughs> about first of all I was like, Jesus, guys. And then I think he turned to me and he was like, oh, you said a political thing. for oh, Fake news, like with Donald Trump and being president and he's terrible. What's, like, that song mean? And I was just, like, kind of stopping and saying, I was just kind of funny. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. so before that was just mm. fucking
0: hilarious. to put Because I remember hearing it the first time and going, that's gas mm. that they've taken that out.
2: I think in terms of that song, Fake News, it was a hundred... I think it was, like, we came up with an idea in a jam. Because we had sample pads and I was like we should, like, et- like do something with, like, Donald Trump, he's run for president, and he is fucking hilarious, yeah. like, just look <laughs> at him, and, uh, so Taryn, yeah, he sat through and, like, listened to his speech, and edited it together, so, like, he just me- literally messed with his speech to say stuff, so it's literally fake news, <laughs> first of all, and then, like, the, I think, uh, the sample, I am the worst president ever came from that, and it's like, that, oh, that's class, it's- it's really good, and then in terms of songs like "Father," that was obviously has a more serious yeah. element to it. I think from what I remember, the kind of idea of the samples anyway came from I watched some movie about the church, and it's like that's fucked up. With Which Sinead O'Connor
0: is. at the end, isn't it from from SNL?
1: Yeah, the
2: real enemy. Yeah, I mixed in. I actually, and I remember recording those <clears throat> speeches, and uh, or sorry, not speeches, samples. And kind of just like going, like hitting it, just again and again. But so yeah, we sample um, Sinead O'Connor on SNL when she ripped up the picture of the Pope, and then we um, that completely
0: ruined her entire career as well. Yeah, it? Was it a, I think it was Bruce Springsteen that was the first person to bring her back on stage. It was, it was
2: because uh, I actually went to see the doc. You know, there's a documentary about Sinead O'Connor. No, out. is there? Unreal, because okay. I went to see it in the IFI, the one in Temple Bar. Yeah, and it's basically following her from like tells a bit about her childhood and then from her early career up until that point, until it that just point. follows that. And yeah, fucking hell. And it's mad as well because it wasn't him, I forget his name, he's an actor slash country singer, but it was a Bob Dylan tribute and she came out and they fucking like booed her. And, was um, it a...
0: Oh, sorry, the the actual, the, the, the gig that she came back on, was it?
2: Yeah, and it was yeah. a few weeks after. Uh, but Jesus Christ, like, they show like interviews like of people talking about like including madonna who fucking reacted horribly and then madonna did yeah madonna there's a clip of madonna i know that's i had kind of the same fucking reaction the
0: video for like like a prayer for god's sake i know
2: <laughs> she said something about her yeah criticizing her but the worst was you know joe pesci oh yeah
0: he's definitely. a real piece I, of shit yeah, man. Yeah, I, 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 saw, I saw i've seen joe pesci talk about it on the same like he's a. who was the, the host, host that night actually of it i can't even remember i can't remember but
2: I would 100% recommend that and I think the main thing as well is that she was right about everything Everything. and people knew she was right and it I it's
1: do you know, just mad. do you know what's mad like mm. it's
0: you talk to um by the way uh, speaking of joe pesci if you ever want a good laugh uh listen to his albums that he made oh they're terrible uh, I love the terrible album <laughs> that's like that's what my humor right yeah. <laughs> being mean Fuck. but laugh uh but scenes, even like terrible. like i like my family mm. up north would be like quite religious and stuff and like my dad quite religious and you talk to people and i remember like one of the things that we, we were talking about we were watching reeling in the years and hmm. the the thing came up, and they're like, "Ah, she's just trying to push an agenda. She's just trying to push an agenda." Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "No, she was like, what was it? like, no, to prove it to for herself, push her own agenda." Hmm. I was like, "No, she was calling stuff out, and she was completely right." And even today, th- some people are still just like, "What a what a, you know, what a, a complete detestable thing to do and all." And I like, think just talking about religion, and I was
2: literally only talking about this. I want to say even to I think I was talking about it today, um, this morning with say in terms of religious people as well um i think like alex armand for example and he would not have a problem with me saying this he's a religious person himself he Hmm. he's a practicing catholic and i think with him being a practicing catholic is um what makes him the person he is and why he is such a good loving person Hmm. and why he is one of the best people we've ever met and tyron would agree with that like he's basically he's the third member by curious like without a doubt i think with him having such a strong faith is what makes him such a good person and i think it's how do i say this it's like it's when it's it's an institution and like being irish and growing up in ireland like ourselves and what the catholic church have done to this country like and kind of like just that catholic guilt thing as well which has just been fucking sunken into everyone that's what i have a problem with if that personally that's what i have a problem with is more of the institution and I'm not saying there's there's good people involved in the church and people are there for the right reasons but as we know there's people within the church who aren't and just kind of kind of affected that on Irish society I'm not sure if that makes sense but no, it does make sense, I but- don't ha- I like I have the I actually have the most I have the most respect for people who have strong
0: faith and religion. Oh yeah, like like yeah. as I said, like my my like dad runs a Catholic radio yeah. station for God's sake. Mm. So, but I have seen the other side of it where yeah. it's almost weaponized. Like exactly, um, yeah. Which and is, America is an example. Oh of it. That's we won't get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that. <laughs> That's a whole other that story. That's mental. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <clears throat> speaking of uh, mm. samples as well, um, what was the, the the reason for using the um, is it Philip Patan? His name is. I can't pronounce his name on the Japanese French. the French lad on on um Japanese puppy.
2: Yeah, um to be honest about that, I'm probably not the best person to answer this as well. Mm. Taran would be able to answer that better because he picked but I remember someone commented on actually the YouTube video I was talking about earlier that being like why would you use Actually, first of all, they they, <laughs> they well, well they said why would you use that? Like what were you thinking of using that sample? Um but then the next line this is where they were like like kind of being like why would you offend people like that i swear to god i i actually want to confirm this by from what i remember the next sentence was that is very dangerous tory <laughs> sorry very dangerous territory in baguette land so you're he, refer- he was referring to france i, I believe so,
1: so he's, trying he's trying to be, be trying like to
2: that's really <laughs> offensive in, <laughs> in, in, in a, in, and he calls france baguette land <laughs> like man like I under like do you know like yeah, I understand yeah, yeah. it can be offended. I actually, to be honest, I don't know much about that sample. I really don't. Yeah, I was just and I'm I don't because I know the Karen I know the speech
0: that. that it's from. So mm. I was just wondering what, why what? I can't he's, remember. He's um because I know that he he basically was the he was in charge of France during when they were Vichy France basically, mm-hmm. and I think it's some like he was yeah no like i don't i don't know well i don't know maybe but he was like he was definitely he was definitely 100 mm. in charge of vici france at the time anyway as far okay. as so i was just wondering why it was
2: why yeah it was used probably in, in hindsight and i think we've tyron has said this before um probably not the best idea to use them um i literally like i can't re- i and i'm not just saying that to be like, <laughs> don't ask me that i'm getting out of this you i don't just know couldn't even remember... I couldn't... can't even remember his name now, what? Uh,
0: Philip, <laughs> Philip Patan, I think. Yeah. He, was, he was known as the uh, the Wolf of Verdun, I think. was oh, okay. And by the way, my pronunciation is terrible. So. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: think that's another thing, because just what you were saying earlier about, like, where we're labelled as Matt Rock a lot and stuff like that, we were also... I remember one in, like, our press kit that we'd send around was, like, political-charged, um, like, samples and stuff. And I remember Taryn saying this in an interview... Recently, where he was like, We're not, <laughs> we <We're- Sorry, I'm laughs> I just, thought you were laughing. No, I'm just, I, I'm just laughing. This is so, serious, yeah. man. Get your shit together. <laughs> I was,
0: I was, I Louis
2: Tarou was my I was,
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just that it was, I kind of had like a, I kind of had a birth from this, the soft drink that I was drinking, oh. and then I just remembered Baguette Land. It was just like, <laughs> <laughs> So apologies. <laughs> Terrible stuff. Uh, you can keep that, but I like, I am keeping that in. Don't
2: that very <laughs> funny. Um, but, um, Oh, basically, I think what Taryn was saying was like, because that has come up before. It's like, oh, are you political people? Me, personally, I do not think I'm... I wouldn't consider you political. No, no, I don't think I'm that interested in politics. I'm interested in different areas, I think, which might get aligned with politics, like, say, mental health and stuff like that. But that's more a personal mm. issue and my experience with it. And people being like, yeah, I don't know. They were like, how do you feel? And Taryn basically saying, I don't think... It was something along the lines, probably misquoting Taron here. It was like, I don't feel like we're the best people to kind of
0: talk about that s- stuff. And I we don't feel that comfortable. I don't Yeah, that's very that comfortable. Um, it's funny, like but sure, it's even like going mm. back to like the fake news thing where people yeah. try and kind of delve yeah. even, like an even deeper meaning out of it when it's just like, we just thought the guy was mad. Which, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which
2: I think like, in terms of people being like, they're looking for a deeper meaning or they might feel a deeper meaning towards it. I think that's, Another great thing about music, I was though, to say, it's just an added quality that, of music, yeah, where yeah. people can interpret things a different way. So that's that's great that they're like, some people might be thinking more, but we're just like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and <laughs> then also then to kind of, we say the album we just released, we kind of specifically, like reconstructed, we specifically explained what it was about, or what what, or even probably a probably better way of putting that is like, written during a time we were going through, and I think reasons for that as well and i kind of talked about that a lot in interviews was kind of a therapeutic way for me to do that mm. if that makes sense like it was kind of helped me to talk about my experience with psychosis and like kind of make an open conversation about that make it less stigmatized and not that i'm fucking bono as you can tell <laughs> but like maybe someone will see that because i know yeah. i've seen a band and i've seen bands who have I don't know, mention that and naming it as well. Do you know what I mean? Not just like I struggle them. with my mental health. Like they're actually naming the word psychosis or psychotic episode or even schizophrenia and that kind of thing, where someone might see that and mm. be like, "Oh, like that person's going through that as well," and they have just released a cool album. <laughs> it yeah. might help them. Do you know what I mean? I know exactly. So what it's you therapeutic mean, yeah. for me, and I feel like I don't wanna tell how Taryn felt of it, but I might have been ter- therapeutic for Taryn as well. For me to talk about that things so. didn't and to hear me talking about it because he would have been with me to that in well, fairness. But like, to, it, it,
0: it, to be fair though, it always does help talking about it. I would imagine yeah. in, in a, in a constri- like, especially like in a creative sense mm. just trying to kind of wrap your head around it even further than just, you know, the like, in a creative sphere. Like even one of the things that I, I thought, mm. um, like I personally don't know much about psychosis now. I, I, mm. I wouldn't. Uh, but I thought even the structure of your music videos that you had, like the kind of like, how did the art, uh, artistry go into making those? Was that like, was did you was that you and Taryn or
2: yeah it f- was
0: it was basically
2: after I'm forget I'm actually after forgetting the person's name but I think Taryn vote he did a post on Facebook like would anyone be help help us create like kind of a concept of this thing and we kind of had a concept so that's hmm. in three parts those three yeah, singles yeah. so it even says part one part two part three so we came with that concept that person they helped us do it and they were going to direct it, but then due to other commitments, they couldn't. So we got Shane Serrano. Okay. um, It's in the band Foxjaw from Limerick. Uh, big, great director. I think goes under crew.ie. And he kind of... He he did help with it as well. And then... um, And then he directed it, and he didn't. Like, literally, I mean this. And he is the best, like in terms of director like but they came out fantastic it's though. also the thing where he makes you feel i mean unbelievably comfortable like i'm just even thinking like he'd be recording you and the song would be playing on a track and he'd i don't know i remember i think it was aaron aaron mcgillick um was it him yeah he was like doing a scene where he's he's drinking a can video dancing. and he'd be like yeah go a bit crazier yeah keep going and then he would starts spraying him with water <laughs> and then he'd be like yeah keep doing but he'd be like are you be like yeah pour the can all over you but like he'd say in a very calm manner and he would make people do these things while feeling comfortable obviously but that it was so he really brought it to life and then we did a live session from audio tree it was all recorded in display studios as well with tom um tom lee who's great as well who tom lee directed um the audio tree session which was basically like the video uh, with us playing and, and in a live setting um so, yeah, I've I, I'm kind of gone off on one there, but, yeah, I Shane Serrano, and director those three mu- music videos, and Tom Lee from Display Studios, where it was shot, directed the Audio Tree session. But, yeah, mm. it was a concept, and was based on the album, yeah. Mm. I think it came out pretty well. Oh, they came out
0: fantastic. I remember seeing the first one. Mm. It was Palapa... You ba- uh, can never pronounce that word, fuck's sake. <laughs> Palapa Lapa. Palapa Lapa. That, that was the first one. single, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, I remember seeing the video for that, and just going, fuck. Yeah. And it's such a fun song mm. as well, but you're like when you know because I remember seeing your you made a post about about this is what the album is about. I was just yeah was like, holy shit, where the hell is this gonna go?
2: <laughs> yeah, I think um yeah. <laughs> Part one. So I'll I'll describe it to you. Part one, yeah. I'll try and do it quite simply as well. Part one blah 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 just the videos now is like the kind of manic I would say. It's also I also have my own interpretations of the songs. Hmm which they might we mightn't necessarily do you know what I mean so that yeah, ties yeah, back yeah, into exactly what you mean. Yeah. saying earlier where like someone's looking at fake news as <laughs> this politically charged song when it's just us being funny <laughs> I also have my own interpretation of our own songs which is a really weird thing to say and then that changes in times real weird but um, part one la Lapa, Lapa yeah. the audiobook. Um part one <laughs> that was like the parody kind of manic stage where I would have we would have been going to pubs a lot Um, I would have been and Taryn as well we would have I don't know, more kind of party. It's a party song. Yeah. Like, "Black Blah as is like a good fucking load of lads in the pub.
1: <laughs> blap, 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 yeah, blah yeah. <laughs>
2: but sang better by Tom, Alex, and Taryn in the studio, in Trapdoor Studios in Liverpool. So that's the party kind of manic thing, which you get. This is from my point of view. Which, that manic kind of upbeat that you get from going, well, before I went into a psychotic episode. Then part two. Deconstructors is kind of come down i would say and kind of even the kind of like up and down kind of moods of psychosis and uh where shit's kind of starting to hit the fan it's all a bit over the place Empire Tree, three i think it's in the name yeah <laughs> we're all totally fucked our <laughs> stuff is just pure fucked man <laughs> but yeah that's kind of it was kind of those three
0: yeah there you go and yeah, um brilliant. it's 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 mad. Like the last time you guys were on yeah. with the album, I was mm. like, So, what are you guys working on? They're like, we're, We can't talk about yeah. it. And I was like, I know what it is. <laughs> I think that
2: thing as well, which me and turn were kind of talking about the other day, because, kind of, you know, especially going to BIM and music business, even just watching other bands, there's this whole thing with bands where it's kind of like, You have to be mysterious and mm. like, You have to be mysterious and. I remember even talking to people, like saying conversation, nothing to do with like a podcast and interview. And I'd be like, "Oh, what? Like, you know, you're just asking them yeah, because yeah. you're a regular musician, I remember one time being like someone, "Um, oh, what? Like, what are you doing?" It's like, "Oh, we can't really talk about it now." And I'm like, "I'm not like a fucking journalist. <laughs> I'm not gonna go on Twitter and talk about no offense to whoever the... this person was, <laughs> this person who probably doesn't even have a social media platform. <laughs> know, no, one knows who they are? and Be like, you never guess what? This unknown artist <laughs> is releasing an album." Um, but yeah that whole kind of mysterious thing it's like oh like even like when we're announcing the, we're about we're gonna we were doing the announcement of an announcement of the gig yeah. and I literally wrote in the post an announcement of an announcement <laughs> hashtag announcement because it's just funny like that whole big thing's yeah. coming <laughs> I do get it though to a degree because you want you want to do a good press campaign and you want it to be received well and do it right but basically what I was what I was gonna say there was me and Taryn were talking about like we're kind of Sick of that whole like too cool for school, and like, do you know what I mean by I know that? know what you mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. too cool for school, where I don't know, Me personally, I relate more to bands that are relatable. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Yeah,
0: it, it's very hard to mm. deal with the band when, like, do you ever see, like, it's one thing, like, I used to be one of these guys that would watch interviews of bands mm. all the yeah, time. Yeah, same, yeah. And one of the th- do you ever see, like, a band that comes on and they're just. Like, they don't, like, about, like it could be an off day or something, but they're just constantly trying to be, like, I don't know if the word's deep or whatever, but they're mm. just not giving anything at all, and you're kind of, like, it kind of makes it hard for me to yeah. relate to. I some.
2: understand that, to a certain degree, if it's, like, well, if they're trying to be deep, that's a whole, like, on for the sake of being deep, that's different. But, say, I give them one-word answers, I understand that, like, I've been guilty to pass, because sometimes, it's, like, it, you, like for example, now I'm talking alone because i I know yeah, yeah. I know you, Barra. we have <laughs> talked many a night and i I know you so I'm comfortable in talking to you. but it's also that thing where say in a band setting, where they're like oh this and you're kind of like i don't know like this is real weird like why are you asking
0: questions about me do you get what i mean well i didn't mean i didn't mean like because okay. like, like, yeah. i do like not everybody is as fucking talkative as i am so okay. i do understand that bands can have an off day but mm. when they're intentionally being yeah you know that's, I get that's you. what i meant when they're intentionally being like yeah
2: that. then it's just kind of like it's funny i used to always kind of have this i my mindset has kind of changed but it'd be like leave your ego on the stage kind mm. of thing where it's like leave that Get it out and then be sound when you get off stage. But now I've gotten to... I have a slightly different approach. It's like, don't, like, fucking throw your ego out the window on stage if you get to me. If you get me. So take out because your ego, like, everyone has an ego. That's going to hold you back as well. And it's that whole thing of not giving a fuck. And I think stuff like that where it's, like, leave your ego on the stage is an excuse for dickheads. Like, ego is such a used word where it's, like, oh, they're just, like, they're an artist. or ego. It's, like, just be sound. Like, don't be a dick. Like, it's not... (laughs) It's not that hard. I understand that touring can be tiring. It can be that. And I can understand if you don't really want to talk to someone. Things like that. But in terms of just with the bit of experience. Not too much like as <laughs> other bands. But with the bit of experience I've had with touring. It's. Not that hard to be nice uh, and not be a dickhead.
0: I know exactly. And there's so
2: much excuses for people being dickheads. Well like Do you, yeah, I don't
0: know. I remember there was a band, I'm not Isn't gonna name is? them now, but there was yeah, a band yeah. that I saw and like the singer was clearly doing a character on stage, hmm. like you know, having a smoke and performing and all this kind of carry on. And then after the show, I was just like, that was amazing. And they just went <laughs> and blew the smoke in my face. And I remember just <laughs> turning around and looking at my friend and I was just like what the fuck was that about and I just, and I yeah. said it again and they did it again and It was just like there's no need for that at no. all <laughs> I think that's another thing just that words use their character where you hear these
2: like there's an act from Dublin and I'm not I not mention their name but they released an apology a while ago where it's like we are playing characters everyone knows who I'm talking about I'm not gonna mention them but it was like we're playing characters and the role we are playing represents our characters but I thought about that and I was like it must be so fucking tiring because I can understand if you are an mm. actor or like in a play or a movie you are playing, but when you are creating something like music or say art, for example, as you know, mm. it must be very tiring to be like on a like I am playing a character the whole time, like say in a torn setting. If you are playing a character night after night, oh. I think what you I remember actually I've been watching. I was at Justin Hawkins YouTube channel, which I have you seen that? No, amazing because I find what a lot of like say music podcasts are like critiquing stuff like critics it's very like elitey and like yeah. oh that's terrible like why would they do that like and like i just find it very like should, like fucking music elitist kind of stuff and like my opinion's the best and even though they're always like well it's my opinion man <laughs> it's like you're just coming off as a dickhead yeah. in a way if that i just kind of rubs me the wrong way where justin hawkins is real good he reacts to stuff that he, he's not too familiar with but he always comes out with something positive which i love like who, sorry who is justin you hawkins remember the, singer in the darkness oh fuck off really man, Justin they're Hawkins rise li- again they're brilliant by the way they are live. they're great and I met they're them as well live. after I played the Olympia when they just got back together and they were sound lovely good to lovely. hear that's lovely that's what you want to hear as well yeah. I've
0: met a few very big bands yeah and it was only on one occasion where one of them was very well not very rude but mm-hmm. just very sound but even I remember meeting Lacuna Coil and they were just like oh. hello like hello they were so nice yeah, like, that's good they were so nice i was the whole cool. band like yeah. your, your go- and like you're going they're just like it was like oh we love you and they're just like oh yeah and then just each member that you get to like the drummer guitar everybody was just like thank mm. you so much for watching us this was great It was yeah. fantastic i think in, in terms of that yeah because before
2: that yeah i i have met like i'm not i'm not saying in a band yeah, yeah. setting like i go to gigs all the fucking time mm and i used to be that kid who would like wait outside the side door olympia and i remember kind of up until i i want to say up until that point like very much meeting someone from a band it was kind of like photo all right next photo next or they'll sign something next but i remember that really well as me and my friend andy and we're outside the olympia and they came out i mean more or less straight away after the gig wow and then we were there we were there (laughs) and then i remember and we were like 16 15 at the time andy's mom was ringing and he's like mom i'm meeting the darkness and Dan Hawkins, who's the lead guitar player, player, Justin Hawkins' brother, grabbed the phone and he's like, "Hello, yes, you Andrew's mother?" And he's like, "Yes, he'll be with you in a bit." Yeah, this, yeah, this is Dan Hawkins from the. And I was just like, I was just like, this is mad. I was like, that's so cool. Yeah, um, that's awesome. and they were like the biggest. They were band. Man, They were fucking yeah, huge. Yeah, I don't ones. think people remember how big they were. Oh, they were I also think it's very because I think Justin, he's open about it, and is he also does kind of blogs on it. Like he, he's an addict and stuff, and he's very open about that. And I think coming from that kind of fame like you just said yeah and coming down from that and the stuff he's been through he's a very positive outlook on stuff but anyway i think the point i was getting to (laughs) what just knocks on his against great he's i remember him talking about like playing live and he was saying it's basically yourself or an exaggerated version of yourself Hmm. which need to come out good or bad and i think that's a good way of looking at it instead of this whole like I'm a character, I'm playing a character. Like, that's just... F- like, and then you get mixed up within that fucking character, and it's like, am I this character? Like, what? Yeah. I just find it like... The only example I can really think of is maybe David Bowie when he's Ziggy Stardust or Slipknot or Kiss, where they literally wear a mask and makeup. But damn, it's just... I would just find that... I just find that a really weird thing this and especially when the word character and the way you use it it's like you know blowing a cigarette stage, it's like character is almost basically a polite way of saying Garso, their Yeah. Do you know what i mean i know exactly what you yeah mean, but it's
0: like it's i remember um mm. <laughs> there's a friend of mine now who's an actor yeah and we were talking about method acting and how yeah. far you can go with it mm. and i was like nowadays when you hear somebody method acted <laughs> for a uh for a tv show or a film or something it just sounds like they were a for the entire show. no that's like, real
2: weird you said i rewatched the jim and andy documentary have you seen this yeah i've
0: seen it yeah i rewatched it but um yeah, man he must have been a nightmare to be around yeah, that documentary I know. during that film <laughs> i yeah uh, i rewatched that the other night but he even says
2: it himself he was like after he finished that he was like i don't really know like it really affected him
0: yeah That's in term, I don't know, I'm not an actor or am I? But he really went far with it because like (laughs) even like Annie Kaufman and Jerry Lawler where they used to have Mm. the on Letterman and stuff like that, that was pre-planned and then when when Jim Carrey meets up with Jerry Lawler, he's just an asshole too because he's not aware that it's yeah it was it's a bizarre thing
2: it's bizarre and in terms of doing that in like a music a musical where you're like especially original music where you're creating your own I just I maybe understand from an acting point of view because you're literally playing a character but when you're writing something that's this sounds fucking cheesy but I don't care writing something and performing something that is that you have written and given and I mean, like, oh, it's a character. It's like, that. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. I just, I don't really...
0: I think it, for me, it only really works with bands, like say like Gwar or something like that, or like, you know, who are dressed up in fucking outfits yeah. and all that kind of carry on. Or-
2: Which I like, and I, it's actually, I was watching an interview that came up, suggesting on YouTube of Johnny Martin, who is a bass player from LA Guns. who I was on tour with. he's a lovely guy. And he was saying in the interview, and I actually, I do agree with him. Where it's like when I was growing up, you know, bands were... um. It's, like, bands were, like, you know, superheroes. Like, whoa, look at them, look mm. at them. But, and I do, I remember, like, when I saw Metallica for the first time, and I I was, like, fucking 12, and I managed to get a pit pass, and Lara Zoller coming oh, out Jesus. throwing sticks and being, like, that, like, I want to fucking do that. Yeah. And that was a clicking moment. And that's, like, this fucking superhero, and you're looking up at your neck tilted up in Marley Park. I was about to say, it was the Marley Park gig. With, with
0: Slipknot and Tenacious
2: D, wasn't it? It was just Tenacious D. Just Tenacious like, D. I think so. There might have been someone else, yeah. but... um that gig and basically what johnny was saying like they were superheroes i don't think bands can achieve that anymore especially with social media as well where it's like you know everything a band's doing there's none that mysterious thing good point actually yeah Yeah, bands can't do that but also as well i think it's it's like i love bands who are fucking superheroes like say metallica yeah then i also love bands who i know personally are locally like new secret weapon do you know what i Mm. mean And I, how do I say this right? I think bands, and what I was saying about this kind of whole thing started about bands being relatable, I think, and especially now when I was younger, because that's when I was discovering me, it's like, whoa, what the hell? I think it's just more bands you can relate to, because I can't relate to Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? What do you you mean? Do you get what I mean? (laughs) But like, it's like, those bigger guys, and it's like, oh, that's great. But then, like when I saw heard about Gilliband for the first time, and it's like, oh, Iggy Pop's playing them. That's mad. They saw their Freaker Street, and they're from down the road. Like that was when yeah. that was very in- just as influential, if not more influential, on me than seeing Larris work fucking being Larris work, yeah. You know. Um. So I don't think I think it's important to have bands who are like godlike? I are not, that's fucking that's lame not godlike. <laughs> not that at all I know what you mean no be, one the, is a god like, there's, there's, there's bands band that, Jesus Christ himself it,
0: it's, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> no but it is good to have bands like, like uh, it is good like I remember seeing mm. the likes of like Black Sabbath walk yeah. on stage and just being like fuck it's Black yeah. Sabbath just to have like that's
2: unbelievable you, you cannot beat that feeling of being at a big gig where the lights go out and that band you love walks yeah, on yeah. the stage but I think like bands I don't know and it's such a I understand that like kind of like whoa thing but you can also get that from people you relate Mm. and and it's way more inspiring because like you see Gilliband you are from Dublin and went to school where you're from and like Doing really good things, and you're like, "Whoa, I can do that." Where you see someone like Guar, I don't look like the singer Guar, with his <laughs> but it's like, do you know what I do you mean? You not know who
0: Guar are, no? I do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> you're like, but the fucking yeah, yeah, Dublin, yeah, 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 yeah feed you to the fucking <laughs> worm and all that kind <laughs> you of. You ever seen him
2: on Jerry Springer? Yeah, I have. Uh, right. He cool. goes, "You're," he's like, "You're upsetting our youth," and he <laughs> yeah. just goes,
0: oh, "I'm sorry." <laughs> so good. Uh,
2: but like, I just, I don't know. I just, I think it's way more relatable, which is a good thing, and. In, it's way more influential. Because, mm. in, like, David Bowie, for example, I respect him and he's
0: great, but, like, I can't relate to David Bowie. No. <laughs> I don't know. There's like, very few bands that I can relate to. It's even like when I remember actually, mm, I just finished Ozzy yeah. Osbourne's autobiography and even reading it, it's just like, fuck, it's like, it's a great read, but it's just like, we're. a perfect example. We're nothing. Like, I, I don't know. There's nothing alike in this story Man, at all. I have a perfect <laughs> example
2: okay. of what you said earlier about meaning. Kind of a celebrity. Oh yeah, when that book was released, the I Am Ozzy one. Yeah, he was on the Late Late Show night before, and I was like, "I'm doing a book signing, Stephen's Green." And I had, was at that book signing, and <laughs> I was like, "Great!" And I was like, "No one's gonna go to Ozzy Osbourne, like he's a metal singer." <laughs> no, fucking man, do you remember the I Q? remember it. Yeah, I remember that. And then it was Hughes like, and Hughes wasn't it? Whatever. When when Hughes and Hughes
0: and S- Steve- Stevens- Stevens- Shopping Stevens Green. I think yeah. that's where Eason's
2: is now. Yeah, um, but uh, I remember we're queuing for hours, and they. I remember when we first got in the queue, they're like. I'll just write your name da- down and then he'll say, like, to Gavin from Ozzy. And then it was like, oh, yeah, he's not doing that anymore because, like, there's a million people. Fair enough. But then it was like, oh, Ozzy Osbourne, Ozzy Osbourne, <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne. And then uh got up and I remember he just goes, looks up, did a half smile, writes it. And then it's like, next, I was like, what the fuck was that? I'm <laughs> after queuing two hours of my youth <laughs> for this shit. Um,
1: and there's like actually a video at the time, <laughs>
2: which someone sent me a while ago. I was like, is this you? And it's me at that book Oh no and, way! Uh, someone like managed to record uh, over the crowd, and it's me getting my book. We didn't, we didn't queue
0: up now, but I remember standing smart. outside it and You're just smart. just You're looking at me. <laughs>
2: Fuck that! <laughs> great book though. It is. Yeah. yeah, and I'm not a big book reader. I can't read, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I remember reading that book because I queued three hours, yeah. and it was great. Those stories about Motley Crew, man, fucking uh, hell.
0: Story about Motley Crew, and particularly, do you know what really broke my heart? Reading about Randy Rhodes and all that kind mm. of stuff because I wasn't aware of just how him and Ozzy interacted at all I just would have heard him on the the album and stuff but like I remember reading the page where he died in a fucking plane accident that flew into the tour bus I was like what the fuck was going on at the time the ex the excess is basically the perfect way that I put it, just of what they were what they were getting away with.
2: Yeah, it's quite mad. Did you watch the Matley Girl movie? No, I haven't seen the dirt. I haven't seen it. I read um, some of the book and I remember the, f- yeah, the book's filthy. Yeah, because Did you read
0: the book? I've read the opening
2: chapter. I was just kind I'm not gonna yeah. repeat the lines no, but no. I remember <laughs> just being gone on my holidays in Wexford and I've an unreal bookshop in Wexford and I was go up to the muse biographies and I'm in the first page, and I was that first line I was just like Whoa yeah. <laughs> Like the Heron Mars movie, is actually though, pretty sick as well. Yeah, I heard someone in works or not at the moment. Yeah. Um, so, Yeah, that's supposed to be very good. But um, the movie, it's like, you know what's actually good in it though? Like, I Machine think Gun Kelly. He is very yeah, good at playing Apparently he is Lee. the best part of it, yeah. But it's
0: if like... If and Ream plays, is, is he playing, the guy who played Ramsey Bolton, is he in Game Ram of Thrones? Yeah. Is he playing, he, who's he playing? He's playing Mick, is he? Yeah, yeah Mick, Mick Mars. Mars. But um, I find it
2: very, um, I don't even mind if he plays Nicky Six in it. Like, it's just so like, this is the story you're rocking around, I was just like shut <laughs> the fuck <laughs> up. I do. It's funny though. Speaking of bands like Motley Crue and stuff, I man, I love like growing up. Like Guns and Roses and Metallica are my two favorite mm. bands. But like, I loved like, I loved Motley Crue growing up, and I loved Kiss, and I loved, uh, Skid Row, and those kind of. And then I got my first ever tour was supporting L. A. Guns, and like, yeah,
0: I remember you telling yeah, me, yeah, and this it's <laughs>
2: like, um, I I fucking love that music, and I think it's one of those things, you know, people used to listen to that music, but. I don't listen to it as much anymore. I don't, but it definitely had an influence on me. To some oh, it had to. Have. Of
0: course, it would have to have. Yeah, and sure. a positive and negative vibe, yeah.
2: but like more positive, I think.
0: Well, no, how, how could it be a negative though? Because yeah, it exactly. got you into music. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good point. Um, know, just one last thing hmm. about how the access those bands. Just because Ozzy brought up, did you ever hear about when Ozzy saw the film? Um, oh, what the hell is it called? Turn it up to eleven. It's wild um, so this is Spinal Tap. When he went to see it in the cinema, he could not understand why everybody was laughing the whole way through it, <laughs> because he thought he was watching a documentary about a band he just hadn't heard of yet. Because all the other bands apparently behaved just like what they behaved like in the film. He what was unaware that? that it was a parody.
2: Yeah, I, I, that, that's great. <laughs> that's, that's actually, I didn't know that. That's great. But
0: I have a few kind of quick fire oh, yeah, questions yeah, before we fill, fill up. so. Uh, what's the weirdest thing you ever saw at a gig? <laughs> hmm
2: a gig i was attending or playing both oh well we can do both
0: yeah,
2: oh, yeah. why not <laughs> uh let me i actually want to think about that
0: i just remember one. one oh, of the,
2: i can tell you, you i can gonna a weird thing that happened to me at a gig
0: yeah work away yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: so a weird thing that happened to me while playing a gig i don't want to say weird might be that weird but i remember and it was a gig you were at and i don't do drugs single lunch and work oh yeah, yeah i remember that me and Taryn went. We crowd surfed, and while I was on my way back, crowd surfing, and there's actually a picture of me, and you can see my face when I realised <laughs> when I'm about to be landing on the stage. I can see there is a broken glass on the stage, oh God, no. and I I went in the glass, and I was like, oh, I kind of Ooh. missed that, and I was like, oh, and then I went down, I got, I went into the green room of workmans, and I was bleeding. I was like, oh, you would be surprised. There was actually a gig in Galway recently. Was the are you? Are you
0: squeamish to no, blood? No, not really. Like I watch horror films all the <laughs> time. Gripping. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just like,
1: fuck. That You're sounds gripping. really sore. Like, what <laughs>
2: of the times I've come off stage and I don't realize during the game? I'm like, I'm fucking bleeding. Like, what? I, like <laughs> most of the times from like hitting my hand off a cymbal or okay. I have a broken stack, for example. Um a uh, sound engineer when we played in Birmingham last time he's like oh look what I did to the stack like real casual and oh, man I mean he had a fucking Fuck. gap and I was like Jesus man I was like are you okay he's like I am fine don't worry about it I was like that's probably gonna get infected <laughs> but like I just have like you can even probably see on my hands there I have a few I don't know they've probably healed up now but I'll get cuts on my yeah, hands just and she's like oh it's only in Galway." I kind of noticed it happens like that's gonna kind of bleed and it did hmm. but to get one up on me uh, when we were supporting and so watch you from afar and um, Workman's just gone on New Year's Eve. Chris, the drummer, I went because I was playing like this kid. I looked at floor time's fucking blood stain. Like mm, I mean, like <laughs> big blood stain on his drum skin. <laughs> I was like, oh, on
0: the skin? Yeah, oh like, no, that, that's
2: that's metal, bro.
1: <laughs> um, weird.
2: I don't know though. In terms of like weirdest thing I've seen, I there's definitely some weird shit I've seen. Um, so I don't know. Oh, man, there's well loads of weird shit. I probably people have said weird shit to me at gigs or like you know where you go to gigs a lot one mm. of my fucking pet is like is one thing people talk and i can block it out when people start fucking talking to you while you're trying to watch it oh no no especially if it's be, like a sick i paid 60 quid for this thing and they're like
1: oh man I'm
2: and am a thing i it's like literally talk to me any when i was at Sigur Rost the other week it was gas in terms of people talking bear in mind cigarettes, mad atmospheric very yeah. you're know, watching you're like whoa There was, me and Emily, we arrived about, I want to say 20 minutes, 15 minutes early in our seat sitting. There was a couple kind of behind us. Didn't, weren't talking at all to each other. And once they started, they just started fucking yapping. (laughs) It was like, you had 20 minutes. Like, what's so important? Get the boat. Um, I've seen like fights at gigs, Maybe. Uh, in terms of just weird... Uh, it's not weird to the hardcore community, which we were talking about yeah, my walk here. Yeah, fucking punching shit like Yeah, <laughs> when I was at Malevolence and Whelan's and Gil and Baylor. it's kind of like... I like hardcore music. And I won two free tickets to Whelan's Gate it was a class. Love Baylor. Great mm. band. Yeah, I was like, I'll check out Gil Trip and Malevolence. Baylor was grand. There was one guy kind of doing that hardcore What the Fuck is Up Denny's can't, dance. It was fine. One it. guy. I was like, oh, cool. And I was kind of telling my friend, Kieran, who's not as familiar with that kind of I was like have you ever seen the people kind of doing the elbows and dancing stand there kind of went up to the front the old trip and I swear to god a foot nearly fucking and I was like <laughs> what the fuck and just they were battering people outside the pit and I was like fuck this um that's a bit weird, hardcore. I, I, hardcore dancing's a bit weird. Sorry, you I, can shoot me and be like, "Oh, bro, you're not no, straight." I, did, I am straight edge, by the way. like Apart from my vapes
0: <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I, I, like, I just, yeah, I don't really get. Like, I remember yeah. I told you when we were walking up, just your man who was like, "I just love going into the pit and punching someone." And you're just like, "What? Like, go, do go to a gym, start you, UFC. Why is that fun? Do you know? Years ago, I was my at a, I was at a gig, at a, I, I think it was a Bring Me the Horizon gig. Mm and there was a big mosh pit going on and everybody was just going in just and having a good time and a guy tried to go in to break a security guard to go in and break it up and my friend thought it'd be a great idea to push me against him but he pushed me like in the chest so my head swung back Mm. and I remember just going like oh fuck the back of my head and just being like oh what the hell and I could actually feel like two indents in the back of my head I was like what the hell was that and I turn around and the security guard is now missing the two front teeth 'Cause they'd gone into the back of my head. Fuck my and head. I was only like fifteen, so mm. I just fucking just pegged it. Um <laughs> left that poor <laughs> yeah, man to yeah. gather his teeth. <laughs> Says a lot about
2: your character. <laughs> oh <Bara>. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> oh. I actually have a story, and this is I think this will be the weird one. Okay. Because it is weird. This is weird. <laughs> I think it's it's an nor it's an unusual thing to happen. Queens of the Stone Age, one of the years they played, Tree Arena, uh Songs for the Dead, that's song you know the uh drill build up. But it was before it kind of kicked in, and Dave Grohl's recording, yep. that kind of stuff. And a massive in the tree arena, like pit, like, you know, where everyone runs in, and security were in the tree arena right there, and they were in the middle of it, like, and people were going, but before it kicked in, I think, I'm pretty sure it was Queen Stone Age. I think this could happen at two gigs. I think this could happen <laughs> at Red Hot Shitty Peppers as well <laughs> in the tree arena one year. We're there and some guy runs in pit and oh, fucking no. decks the security guard, falls, and then everyone just ran in, and it was just like, like that's unusual. That is would be a yeah, definition of weird. That happened weird. at
0: Ramstein in three arena as well. Really, like a friend yeah. of mine was that he said that just <clears throat> people were kind of going in. The security guards eventually had to go in because mm. it was getting too rowdy, and just these lads just started wailing on them, and it's just yeah, like, yeah, that's Christ. like <laughs> I don't think that's cool. I think obviously No, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, no,
2: it's obviously not cool. But people are like oh, security ruining fun and all. like security there to stop someone dying exactly. Security <laughs> and they have a very fucking Ooh. tough job. Yeah, and they're there to keep people safe. Obviously, there's bad people with Instagram there's bad people never I look at yeah. like fucking music there's bad people and like I think security got a hard time but yeah
0: there that's my answer F- that's fuck. that is weird isn't that it? is very strange yeah, yeah to go in and just deck that ad and just run in yeah, that, yeah that's no. weird
2: I could def I definitely have a weirder thing but it'll come to me well, like in three days Okay, and I'll let you know but... <laughs> put it in on voice yeah note. yeah exactly
0: uh, along with the other thing yeah. what is your current go to album oh current go to
2: um, I've been listening to a lot of
0: Trice do you ever listen to Trice T H or I or I've seen T H or I C E, isn't it? Exactly, yeah, I've yeah. seen them live years. Oh, did ago. you? I saw them live years ago. Yeah, where did you see them? Download festival. Okay, and were they headlining or anything? No, no, they were playing one of the
2: tents. I don't think Trice well, would be the kind of because, funnily enough, because Taryn and Alex love Trice and I was kind of trying to get into that new their latest album, and I was what like,
0: Download festival. It, must it could have been,
2: been yeah, yeah, it must have been. And I was like,
0: It's okay. They've I was been like, for I, a while, haven't they?
2: Yeah, yeah ages and they've really like changed their sound because they were like um, kind of like post hardcore emo kind of band yeah but then it
0: kind of lumped in with the new metal kind of thing at one point as well or something at the maybe yeah, yeah they've ha- they have so many albums but um
2: I was like I knew it was <coughs> okay I was like kind of getting into it but then I was at 2000 Trees and they were headlining the main oh, stage oh really they Yeah, yeah. Headlining. and they played one of their albums in full I forgot the name of it but it's one Image of the Invisible and I really liked that song as well mm. Um and Taryn and Alex loved them as well and I was like, I'll go see him. I was like, I'll hundred percent go see him because I like a few of their songs well, and their drummer Riley um he posted about us on Instagram about our album. I was like, That's my shit. Wow. Yeah, it was um Ben from Alpha Metal Tea Party messaged me I was like, Oh that's that's random. And then I was like, Riley from Trice just posted, it's like oh and I was like Trice, I was like that Oh, they're headline two thousand trees and then it's like oh cool and Alex our was like fucking love that band. Taryn got really into him, but then I was watching my 2000 Trees and I was with Neve from Vernon and Jane. And she was like, what time signature is that in? I was like, what? And uh, I was like, oh, yeah. And it's like, not time signature. Don't really care. my four <laughs> four four is the best time signature. Sorry to tell you Matt Rock nerds out there. But it is. But that's like kind of, I was saying way earlier on in the podcast about uh, Polymath, where it's like, I think I was trying to say, like, they'll play a mad time signature. It's supposed to sound like danceable. And then 4-4. Mm. Four- four. I was like, oh, that's cool that's grand but then i was just like there was just something about it because they're not when i saw him live he's you not know, like say a band like i don't know idols or where it's very that kind of running or like it's very like yeah. you know it, which i love about <laughs> bands i love like i mean like um that stay like audience interaction or like even interaction where they're running amok basically yeah. but tries were just standing and that was grand but i was just like there was just something about that gig was like ah i was like these are great just clicked yeah, and then I started listening more and more to the album. It's one of those albums where it's like, ah, oh, it gets better yeah. each time. Um and it's funny because I can't even fucking remember the name <laughs> of the album. <laughs> uh but the song Scavengers on it as well. I was actually in the rehearsal room. This I have is the, my phone. is this the latest now. album now, is it? Yeah, so yeah. i was just going to see discography. Horizons East. Okay. That is probably my go to album at the moment. And I also Emily, my girlfriend, got me uh the Final of it for my birthday oh very nice and it comes with 3d glasses what why so like it's, i don't
1: know <laughs> no uh,
2: i don't know like it's real weird uh, it like makes the artwork mad and then um fuck it's funny i went to look at my phone and then my phone i was like jesus <laughs> uh, that is my go i would say that's my go-to album i'm listening to a lot of the bronx as
0: well oh man did i ever tell you when i saw the bronx shaved live i thing? oh jesus yeah the they're great head. man they're so good I, mean,
2: listen, I just love what i love about them is they're just straight up Fucking rock music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, like balls to the wall. <laughs> and they admit it, like, because, like, there's so many bands now. i like, and they're like, oh, hey, you were kind of like a noisy alternative. It's like, you're a rock band. <laughs> Say you're a rock band. There's nothing wrong with saying you're. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, It's exactly like, people are so ashamed of, like, Oh, I suppose Bron- I'm in a rock band. I
0: find that the Bronx have to be like one of the most underrated bands oh, yeah. going. Yeah. Like, like, when I remember right. when, when I saw them, I won't tell the story again because I've I definitely told them podcasts before, but like when I saw them in the academy, I was like, Jesus Christ, these guys are just fucking balls to the wall, nuts. And like, I couldn't get over performing in the crowd the entire gig and singing on key at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 we're well, not on key, but you know what I mean? Like, singing, like, actually singing and not getting drowned out mm-hmm. by everything else fantastic band
2: yeah I saw them at Slam Dunk Festival one year oh, they were... and I was basically because NoFX probably one they're like my favourite band I'd say of all time just very influential band for me in my youth and still today um, they had a, the Punk and Droblik stage which was like created by Fat Mike and NoFX and it was kind of saying there but then on in one of the tents the Bronx were playing and they were one of the only bands I saw on another stage because it wasn't clashing with anyone as well yeah like, I'm going to go see the Bronx and yeah man what a <laughs> what a live band like
0: do you know what I mean Though they're meant and I yeah, don't know yeah. if they've been back to Ireland since that gig because it was only it was in the academy too like but it just it is to this day like myself and my mate that were out at it own God, I'm still mentioned it as one of the best, one of the best gigs I was ever. They at. They were supposed to play in the Opium Rooms, you Come know. There. Oh, that would have been great. And then COVID. COVID. Hello, bye bye. I saw, <laughs> I saw Godflesh recently in Opium mm. Rooms. Do you ever uh, listen yeah. to them?
2: Uh, who was Sugar Horse were supporting? Yeah,
0: I heard they were great. Um, they were great. Fuck me, God, Godflesh were one of these bands that just they were so. So they start off with just this drum machine and it's it's it hits so loud that it's actually vibrating the floor hmm. and then they just come in and they do this kind of like instrumental thing for about 10 minutes but um we were all going like this is the loudest gig i was ever at and if the guy that was next to me goes he goes this is so loud he goes i can feel my balls swinging back and forth <laughs> <laughs> with um, the vibrations check out they're playing workman soon who's sugar horse
2: no um scalping if you listen to scalping no right up your street there um playing the same day as us at arc tangent but um arc tangent this year we didn't we literally flew back the same day since stick around but josh who was the keyboard player in polymath stuck around and i was like he was actually just he wasn't playing he was just there mm. as an attendee and he was saying the best band he saw that was probably scalping so i was like oh listen to that album and i was like that's amazing <laughs> and uh, they're playing in Workman's
0: and they're out they a class cool S- scalping as in like removing the hair from someone's head that's what I presume yeah. I don't know the reason behind it, but that's what came to mind like okay. a Glorious Bastards yeah, 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 that's yeah. what came to my mind I want my scalps yeah. um, I'm assuming like one <laughs> of the questions that I have here is yeah. um, uh, what was your favourite release of last year I'm assuming the Thrice album was last year was it I think it was but I see it's funny I think it was yeah it was
2: 2021 okay Wrong, 2022
0: kinda. was last year, by the way. Yeah, man, that's weird, isn't it?
2: <laughs> that's real typical of me. Still, we're only in January. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let
0: you, uh, we can pass. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, it's very early. I'm tired. <laughs> Stop bullying me. It's um, fucking three o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh man, uh, you're, you're I'm, I'm on the hot seat yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, You're being mean now. I'm not being mean. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, so, favourite album of 2022? Yeah. I had a few. I made a list there a while ago. I don't think I have a particular number one favorite. Maybe I do. The one that comes to mind is Alexis on Fires album.
0: Do they have a new album? Yeah, first album in forever. Is Wade back in them?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's is all he? the boys. Oh, yeah. class.
0: Uh, yeah, it's great. Um, that's really cool. That's a cool album. <laughs> I it's should like, give that a go, yeah, because I like we all. Like, I, I think most people know this on Boil Frogs and all that kind of kind, but they're... A fantastic band. I always find it hilarious that they got their name from a porn star.
1: Really? Yeah. Actually, I... Who had- <laughs>
0: was called Alexis on Fire or Alex is on Fire and they, they she sued them over it at oh. one point where she tried to at least.
2: I am... Um, I wouldn't know that kind of thing says a lot
0: about you Barry. Yeah. Well, you know, I remember <laughs> uh, my mum asked me, she goes, how much useless facts do you think you know? And I think it takes up most of my yeah. knowledge. <laughs> I've been
2: doing... I love the Joe.ie quizzes. Oh, yeah. Um, but then, I forget the name of the website now, but Emily's brother-in-law, Steve, told me a website which has, you might not name it, it's like it just contains loads of quizzes on everything.
0: Well, I used to do pu- uh, pub quizzes... Okay. Like I used to put my own together so I would have used it I think I know the one you're talking about it just has like like or
2: something what? could be wrong maybe
0: it just has quiz after quiz after quiz, after quiz yeah, questions. there's I've, a random quiz generator thing as well oh. that you can do that just yeah so it would just pick and choose some from those I love so it often. I do love a good quiz but only at topics
2: that I like or kind <laughs> of know about probably says a lot about me Sarah. <laughs> um, but that album's great because um, I don't know it's just fucking such a good album that must have
0: been their first album about 10 12 mm. years now because they, they were going yeah it would be they we're going steadily for quite a bit and then they just yeah you know. I saw them on the, their album crisis
2: which right probably my fa- favorite album by them has like this could be anywhere in the world that that's probably their most famous song could be wrong Is that the one with the hands on the cover yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so I saw that when I was 11 wow Um, my dad brought me my I was very lucky that my dad brought me along or else I made him <laughs> more it probably made him go to gigs and uh, from a very young age and that he actually allowed me to go and he'd come with me and it was very good and we still we still kind of do that we went to we went to slam dunk festival just when gigs were back uh and it's real funny like we we'd go see no effects because i was actually watching a video this morning because it's on youtube of no effects in the carling academy in uh, 2011 and my dad brought me to this and my dad only told me a year later that um, he walked into the toilet and someone was shooting up heroin. Oh, jeez. That's probably the weirdest thing my dad's <laughs> seen at a gig. And uh, he's like, Yeah. At a no
0: effects gig.
2: Yeah, but now I have a feeling this guy could have probably done insulin for diabetes or something. All oh, right, okay.
0: Do you shoot it up into your arm, though?
2: I don't know. You do tell they know they me. Have the, they have the little. You,
0: they have the little thing that shoots it up into their leg, though. They know, so you're room? saying a lot about your character here. Barbara. No, I had a friend. Who, star I, had, named I, had, I had a friend, <laughs> who, had a friend <laughs> who had a. I, I swear to. Go, I, yeah. No, I had a friend that uh, had diabetes. Mm. Had he still has diabetes? And he'd have he'd had it like this little tube that was. I think it was a leg or a stomach. Yeah, I I had a
2: friend. I have a friend. I still have <laughs> you a you. Have friend. a friend. My <laughs> friends. Uh, yeah, you do it. Yeah, your stomach. Yeah. Yeah, you know uh, I don't know. But anyway, that was yeah. my dad's experience. But <laughs> he would bring me to... That would be quite
0: shocking. I was like, what is my son into? Yeah, but... And then,
2: like, I, I was even watching that video back, and Emily was in the room, and there's a line, Fat Mike, he was like, hey, can you stop throwing bottles? And then he goes, if you have any ecstasy or cocaine, can you please throw it at me instead? And Emily was just like, you
0: were 11 when you saw this. And I was like, yeah, I'm pretty cool. I think but one I, of the, the one of the wildest things that hmm. I was I think it was my first time ever seeing somebody drunk was my dad took me to see... Madness when I was like seven <laughs> in the in the point. Yeah, and he thought he was just being a cool dad stuff so anyway. Like it was, and like as soon as we go in, and like well no, I must have been eight because my sister was at and she was three, and Finn my brother was seven. But like we go in and there's just two lads with their trousers around their ankles, and this is when the point was still called the point, just dancing, just completely oblivious. And I was, and I like again, like I wouldn't have known what a drunk person looked like. Mm. Do you know or like I was? Yeah, and my yeah. dad just goes just walk right on <laughs> <Yeah>. by <that. laughs> don't pay that any mind
1: yeah i think <laughs> just
2: f- going to live music from that young age and do you know that i'm not sure if you still get it but that feeling get yeah, when you're going to a band you love, like you get that. You mean, like I don't remember your mm. first time going to a band you Like oh my god, oh my god! I still kind of get that feeling. Oh, I still get it. Yeah. Like, like
0: I will, the the most excited that I was ever for a gig. I think was to see Death Heaven in, in Paris. Mm. I will never. I don't even know. how, I can't even explain just yeah. the feeling of just as soon as they walked on. And yeah. I got to I got to meet them beforehand, which was great. But just when they walk on, and he your man George, who plays, he is somebody that is very intense. When he's when he's when he's on it, but like when he's on stage. But I just I was like, this is fucking amazing. Yeah. I, it probably was just me screaming, go ah, <laughs> the whole time and just drowning it out myself. And the best gig I've ever been to and it was
2: last year. I went to Rage Against the Machine. I fucking yeah. I
0: saw I saw your post about. I it. got I to it. the barrier. I know how that. And what is it? in Madison Square Garden so as well? What it? happened?
2: I was like, I'm gonna go up to Madison Square Garden, <laughs> and there was a bit of a queue outside. And this is only like I want to say 40 minutes before. Maybe maybe an hour actually. <laughs> okay. It was an hour. And I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna get into the queue And I was like, Stood in the queue, there I am <laughs> Then I us in half an hour early, went in, then they like would open the arena. We're there and then the like just like manager, real American comes in, he's like, Hey guys, thanks for coming to the medicine tonight and he's like, So, just follow us one by one and uh yeah, you'll be able to get your place at this show and he's like, Just form an orderly queue and people did form an orderly queue, no one was running and then I just walked up to the barrier
0: and I was like, Oh,
2: that I had, so I think Jesus that kind Christ. of that's that thing where like that superhero feeling that I was mentioned earlier. Kind, do you know what I mean? What like, did they
0: open with actually? Just to the curiosity, because uh, I, I, I bomb I track. oh fuck. But sick. you know,
2: <laughs> you know that um Zach um he got a lay le- some injury in his ankle. Oh, so the first gig they had back in fucking years, man. Um, he jumped and he fucking like sprang things. So he was away. sitting down for it, but and everyone's like, oh, he's sitting down, sitting down, and. But since I was so close and was mad because the band came on and these like two like security guards were like just lifted him on and he was like in the air, placed him down on like a flight case and another flight case. And I could see it was a like, herbal tea and <laughs> he was sitting down and it's like this wise old poet being like fucking like this. <laughs> but then when I get to the heavy bits, man, I swear to God. And you see that the counselor tour as well, yeah. probably for other reasons as well. But he was smacking his like w- injury going nuts and i was like that i after like that that, that didn't help fucking hurt that was oh that was the best but the alexis on fire gig i remember he the singer said george george he got up on you know the like he got into the monitor the side monitor right and um the olympia then he climbed up onto you know those like yeah, is, yeah yeah then yeah. yeah, i was in the circle he jumped from that to the circle oh really yeah and i was like what the whoa, he's right <laughs> there oh and oh, that was cool <laughs> so Lex on Fire other honourable mentions that come to my mind Scalping I think released their album that mm-hmm. we're talking about Brutus do you like the Brutus yeah Brutus are great man nah, that album yeah Brutus are very very it good. reminds me actually speaking about Sinead O'Connor earlier Sinead O'Connor was in like a fucking heavy band was she? no no she wasn't Oh, Brutus <laughs> Brutus reminds me if
0: oh if she was yeah. sorry okay maybe she was I Brutus don't was know right. if anyone knows did you listen to the new Boris album? no you should. I think you'd like that. Mm. Maybe they're very, very noisy. I think they're from them. I know. I don't want to say because I'll come across as mm. racist if I get it, get it get it, get it wrong. Think, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Last winter you released their album, which is pretty cool.
2: Um, who else? I'm trying to think. They're the ones that are coming to mind now. I have a list of it. I like Freddie Gibbs' latest album. He's cool. Um, yeah. low there was loads of class albums released. Yeah, last year, year like, was last a good year. See, yeah. So,
0: yeah, I meant to be doing the episode with Zach Stevenson where we like go through them and like we talked so much that we had to condense into three and I was just like oh fuck I don't even know what three I'd pick like
2: what um what's the best gig you were at would you say
0: oh yeah, last Charlie, Charlie. oh Charlie XCX in, yeah. in Ali Pali was pretty fucking yeah. nuts. especially because we didn't know that it was a 10,000 person venue okay uh, so we kind of we get there we're just like what the fuck why there was this big theatre on top mm. of the hill and we were in like the food stand part and then we eventually we went in and it was, we just couldn't get over how big it was and my friend Chloe is phenomenal at getting to the front of the front of the front of the crowd. So she just kept going. Sorry, I'm just looking for a friend. And just we were we were right up at the very front. You can see me in the photo where she goes. Thank you, uh, Alexandria Palace. Mm. You can see my head at it, but that was amazing. Godflesh were definitely up there yeah. for sure. Godflesh was. That was one of those gigs that, like, even it, not to sound like a douche, but like at, at at the end of the show, like my friends that we went with were just like, that wasn't even a gig. That was like an art show. Just the yeah. way they do it, because they're not lit on stage at all. You can't, you can barely yeah. see them, and then there's just this screen that just plays these animated videos of just. And if you know, kind of like how absolutely nihilistic and <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, it was intense. So, kind of yeah. like what Sigur Ros um remind me of that kind of like. It's not even a gig. It's Ross was very different to God. Like, yeah, or but like, I know In what you terms mean, of yeah. visuals. Yeah, it was... it was, Because I think they only spoke to the crowd once, but your man has such a thick, brummy accent that I couldn't understand what he was saying. um Sigurd Ross spoke to the crowd once as well,
2: but not in English. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he says something at the end, the, the singer, and everyone was like, it was
0: funny, He was kind of like,
2: woo! Like, he could have been like, you are all terrible people, and it was like, yay! Yay! What was your favourite album, last Did oh, you say? Oh, so
0: there's a band called... Uh, Varkus, this band from U- the UK, who have um, an album called "What Was It Called?" Is it "Dreams of Dysphoria," which I thought was brilliant, like a dissonant death metal album. Um, I love the new FKA Twigs album, mm. Capri Songs. Thought that was class. Cool. Um, what are some Little other Sims ones?
2: album? I've heard bits of that. That is amazing. Was that out this
0: year, Little Sims? mind
2: about man i'm just, yeah uh
0: sometimes i might oh sorry now. snow sims did because <laughs> i it. thought i thought you were talking about sometimes it might be introvert the, the, the one that came after that was really really good as well i can't remember the name of it off the top of my you head an eye. that was cool um venom prison i thought a great album this year uh i loved the um oh fuck the name escapes me now big thieves new album which zach mm. had me on and like i didn't i don't really like the kind of you know the type of music i like it, yeah. it needs to be kind of full on I don't like the kind of reserve stuff that's yeah. just me but the new Big Thief album I thought was brilliant um, what are some other ones There was it was a very good year for music yeah
2: <laughs> I actually did I have a playlist and I think me and Taryn's top albums we have both made a playlist each of our favourite albums on um, it's on our Spotify like if you go into the artist playlist mm. I'm just going to find that because I'm just curious myself <laughs> <laughs> oh Castles they were a two they're a two piece band right from England and at 2000 trees and my friend jason who i met at 2000 trees was like i checked these out and i went and i was just like it's fucking incredible um
0: instrumental band is it or no two-piece they're both brothers as well
2: right, Oh okay. re like f- just very fucking cool uh song from it i'd recommend what's the one charlie goes skiing like <laughs> the lyrics are right now charlie well. goes skiing it's
1: re-
0: skiing oh skiing yeah yeah <laughs> it goes skin is like, what <laughs> there's 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 just
2: a lyric and it's like he's a real like strong English accent was like it's like something about buying beer or it's like Charlie saw an advert for beer and he went and bought some beer and then it goes <laughs> into the it's great.
0: Russian Circles new album Russian Circles the new album was oh, brilliant. brilliant yeah
2: because I never really got too much into Russian Circles but that album Tyron sent it to me and I was like yes yeah, what's the,
0: the, the, the Russian Circles album with the red cover mm. is one of my favourite albums to sit down and listen to as an okay, instrumental yeah. album yeah for Captain, I at ta- a- no, not, not. um I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Gilliband's new album.
2: Fuck me, that was like because holding hands with Jamie. I want to say is literally in like my top ten albums of all time. Like their first mm-hmm. one. I do think the latest one. Um, I think it is their best album in terms of production and everything. It's just and that opening track is the most intense thing they've released. <laughs> I think though holding hands with Jamie just holds that special
0: place in my heart. Um, what? I literally yeah yeah holding hands with jamie was such a good album that when it came out when i was in college our tutor who we, we were having a lecture on uh like contemporary modern art or whatever and he was like we're not doing the lecture today we're just going to listen to holding hands with jamie and then talk about it yeah yeah that's
2: <laughs> <Yeah>, amazing <laughs> i have yeah drug church's new album that's very cool i heard that's brilliant yeah, yeah
0: it's really good um god alone oh yeah yeah <laughs> That was a fucking... Oh, uh, to see it live yeah. as well was something else. And I saw it live in... Well, not the whole album, I think. Saw a few songs off it in Sinead. And then I saw it in Unshut. And just to see it in this tiny room with yeah. just the fucking... The I was at the Sinead gig. It was amazing. Nuts. Were you at the Sinead gig? Yeah.
2: I think I was talking to you, Adder, but you don't remember. Because you don't love me. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> Where
0: are you? Yeah, oh, you, you, yeah, yeah you we we, 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 did, we met up afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, uh, that was, yeah, that was just incredible. And um, Brutus mentioned that. Freddie Gibbs mentioned that. Do you listen Skeleton. to Cloud
0: Rat at all? Hmm? Cloud Rat, they're, I've, they're a grind band. No, they're really Check good. Them out. They're really good. So they have an album. They had two albums out this year. One was like a, a synth pop album, like a dark wave album, mm-hmm. and then the one after that, Threshold, was a back to basics grind album, and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, Jettison, when so watch you from afar, which I actually kind of forgot
2: was released this year. I went to the album launch that in Belfast, and similar to what you were saying about Godflesh, they it was an album. It's, like, one long piece, basically. Okay. It's, like, 40 minutes, but, like, just continuous. I went to see them play it live, and they're playing uh, behind the screen, kind of thing, with oh, a string wow. quartet. And we went to I see it, it was... in, like, in the Mac Theatre in Belfast, and fuck me, yeah. Very cool, very different. Not even very, but... It's, like, Neil Fallon from Clutch. You know Clutch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has, like, he says, like, a voiceover. It's man man. <laughs> and then, uh, Polymath's album. I have that on there as well. Uh, yeah, they're... That's a lot of albums Yeah there was a lot What a good year <laughs> Good year for
0: the old music Still was, at the music Like it, it was It was just one of those ones Where like Like as I, I was just saying Like mm. I have to condense it To a list Yeah Just like oh fuck What do I put in here Cause like even on my list I'm just like Where's Charlie's album Gonna go And I was like Oh my god I don't think she even made the cut oh, this year. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> and,
2: actually a very good year for music, fucking hell. Even for Irish music, like, yeah.
0: um, do you ever listen, do you ever see Unyielding Love? They're, a, they used to be a grind band. They've now become a death metal band. No, I don't know. Like, caustic as fuck. <laughs> but their new album out is fantastic as well. I think they're from Belfast. Cool. But yeah, no, just, yeah, it was a very good year. Yeah, in terms of Irish albums,
2: Band, God Alone, and, um, and, and So Watch You From Afar, where they're kind of the ones... That I just have to have my ad Skinner had kind of a
0: very stuff. good EP this year as yeah, well most, yeah, I've, yeah
2: I've heard very good things oh, Skinner, of course Zack's a lovely fella yeah well like
0: it, we all the thing is like um like Zach was in the band and then just as soon as I started listening I was like oh shit like is Skinner that, are fucking is, they're really
2: good I just remember this because I remember being in um when I was in BIM and I don't know how I came in a conversation but I was with Ana, and I was like Skinner came up and this is when he released like an EP a good while ago and 9 or 9 posted about that and I was like this is class yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like this is unreal and he was like oh, I was in and Aina was in school with him and then Aina wanted I think to maybe get to manage him or something and he didn't but now Aina's playing bass with him yeah. that's pretty cool because <laughs> I actually remember that talking about Aina being like this guy Skinner's class and he's like oh he's from Manute I think is he? Uh, no he's Selbridge. from um, oh, what Manute Selbridge. The... Manute same thing Ooh, no Aaron he's from
0: <laughs> Leakslip Leak- Leaves like, Sorry. Sorry. But uh, no, Sorry. I, was, I was watching... It, like, Sorry, Mr. Skinner. <laughs> yeah, the last time I saw... The last time I saw Iron play... The like, uh, last time I saw Skinner, they had a, a saxophone player. And I was like, ooh, I wonder how that's mm. going to work. And then it was class. And then when Whedon's wants to watch, they had a violin player now. And I was just like, fuck, how the hell are they going to work that in? And it was like, class. <laughs> when th- do you know when their next gig is? It's, oh, they have no, They're one on the Grand Social, I think, coming mm. up soon.
2: I must, because I haven't actually oh, seen dude. them live. I, I would good. very much like to... Um, yeah his lyrics are fucking yeah because i well. remember that from the ep i was like these are very yeah the lyrics are class very, yeah very good <laughs> uh yeah
0: barriers <laughs> are ones to watch as well i've heard if, that oh, yeah
2: i've heard good f- things very very good i've heard clay pigeon and shootings i know luke in that band uh dara the drummer uh, i've heard incredible things about them mm. uh I, there's a few bands i need to see <laughs> and I haven't seen them yet but
0: yeah <laughs> speaking of bands you need to see Ooh. who do you think is one of the most underrated bands going at the moment at the moment um, oh there's a good loss I'm always going to be a bit
2: bi- no I'm not biased because i would always thought this Vernon Jane don't give a fuck Vernon <gasps> Jane 100%. Zach took me to I'm see Vernon Jane
0: that. for the first time a while ago mm-hmm for their album launch i think it was and it was one of those gigs where zach was like how has this band escaped you listening to them do you know that kind of way and Mm -hmm. then saw them i was like fucking hell
2: and i'm yeah i'm honestly i'm seriously not just saying that i've always thought that like as a drummer point of view neve casey is probably the best drummer in the country um and it's fucking amazing and here's where it gets emily i honestly believe like just incredible! Mm. I, I, Power actually, of the voices. Everyone within that. Yeah. Joe Curtis, who's he's playing bass at the moment, but he was he was lead guitarist. He that dude is like I remember being in, in the the and Bushy Park where they used to live, and they had an electric kit, and Joe was playing and was like kind of in COVID-y time, and I was like, damn, I was like, did he like just start like learn that? And she was like, no, no playing playing for ages, but like he's <laughs> he's a he's a fucking incredible drummer as well, like multi, like that band, and mm. I'm not just saying that are not just in Dublin, are in the fucking world. I really... And I'm... I I want to alliterate, I'm not just saying I really think... No, they're a
0: ridiculously tight Ridiculous. And like,
2: the song... Everything they really capture I feel if you see them live like every bit of emotion if that makes it like you'll go like it's like woo like you would be like oh yeah I'm having a good time and you will be like oh I'm feeling down then that's brought up like yeah. fucking incredible I
0: actually the first time I actually saw them was at Knockenstocken, and, and they made a post saying overheard at Knockenstocken, am I tripping balls or did they just do a costume change and that was yeah. me yeah, that, and I was just yeah, like yeah. just yeah that kind of artistry that went into the performance yeah. at a festival of all things as yeah. well
2: is that but, fucking I think Mu- like the best kind of music is like I don't know bands kind of taking certain subject matters and they mightn't be the best subject matters and then bringing them into a place of positivity mm. and like creating up that positivity and like I just I the fucking incredible who else do I think is underrated ooh that's a good question who do you think Let while well, I think who do you think oh don't fucking put me yeah, on the spot well, I'm not meant to be able...
0: questioned Oh well, yeah. you uh Oh that's a good one now. Who do I think are Oh actually um I I I know it sounds ridiculous. Mm. I genuinely think who aren't they're not going at the moment. They're not so good at the moment. They're not going at the moment. <laughs> they're not, no, they're not good at the I genuinely do think the Beastie Boys are probably one of the most yeah. underrated bands mm. ever. But I've been I've said that on like 5 episodes now so oh, yeah. Um I'm trying to think Oh, you dick! I don't get <laughs> asked questions. <laughs> yeah. um,
2: another band that comes to mind um, is Cleft. Were, were you aware of Cleft? No, I don't know Cleft. Duo. Um, unfortunately, Dan, uh, the guitarist, he he died a couple of years ago. Um, he had a brain tumor. They were a two-piece band, and just I've I've been listening back to them a bit, like in terms of like duos, like that guitarist, in, um, guitarist drummer thing. F- fucking incredible um like i never got to see them live but like truly incredible band and very underrated um, where are they from i'm not sure from england i'm not sure exactly where mm. incredible band they definitely deserve a mention
0: They're so much underrated cleft as in F T. yeah if I'm you look watch
2: cleft at arc tangent uh full concert for like if you're into that kind of matty influenced fucking rock like they are they're the fucking best um
0: i think priests are very underrated by the who? way priests do you ever listen to them no. uh, they're um what would you call them really they're hmm they're very good
2: yeah there's <laughs> a band you actually showed me not in terms of underrated because i'm not too familiar with them this they're, hell yeah yeah and, and jamie lenman <laughs> was on actually there's another reuben they're yeah, like we- they've such a culty following And people who like Ruben are like, fucking but Ruben 100%. Jamie Lenman as a songwriter. Jamie Lenman, Fat Mike, and Rory Friars, they're my three favorite songwriters.
0: I feel Jamie Lenman is the most underrated songwriter in the world. I can't remember who I was chatting to, but I remember he was doing a solo show at Whelan's Mm. and they were going mad that I had not yet listened to Ruben or anything and I was just like, is it a big deal they're like it's a huge
2: deal yeah (laughs) it is yeah (laughs) but uh (laughs) jamie lenman and reuben i we played in Reading in a a university in Reading, and i was standing there by the marston's talking and guy davis walked in who's the drummer and i was like like i literally what the fuck yeah i I was like that's the drummer drummer from reuben i think i'm pretty sure it is i said turn you go up you go up he's like all right right, like (laughs) fucking relax he's like hey are you guys from reuben and he was like I am. And then his friend was like, every fucking time <laughs> we go out. And we were talking to him and he was lovely. Um But Ruben, like the three albums, just three amazing albums. And then Jamie Lenman his solo stuff as well. I've Devolver that album one of the best albums. He released an album recently, The Atheist, which is kind of a more poppy, poppier yeah. rock album. And I feel like he didn't just put his mind to anything fucking James. So my answers would be Vernon and Jane, Cleft, Ruben, slash Jamie Lennon. I thought you were going to say singer. Slash, and I was like, "He's not underrated." No, he's not at all. No. <laughs> even though I, I actually, I, I like Guns N' Roses a like, lot. Big influential band on me, but uh, by God, no, no, he is not underrated. <laughs> Sorry,
0: Slash. You know, try to think. Try to think of my might like definitely. I think Beastie Boys for sure. Mm. Um, Priests, I think are fantastic or at least they have one like absolutely amazing album yeah and then I don't hear enough people talking about Japanese breakfast but I suppose like we were supposed to su- oh no you were not going to support
2: Japanese no, breakfast no we were going to support
0: <laughs>
2: no it was another band but like it was no I can't remember but it had Japanese in the name. we a Tricot that was pretty cool there. are they Japanese I don't know I know but just because it's a nice little uh, what's the <laughs> word um, name drop yeah. yeah. yeah did a name drop there <laughs> that was pretty
0: cool no, like, Japanese Breakfast, like, uh, Jubilee would probably be... No, it is. I, it's my favorite album of all time, like, for sure. Like, yes. it's just... It, is like your favorite
2: it, album of all time? Or, like, oh, yeah
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, Um, I would, I would say, anyway, I have a signed copy of it over there. I am yet to frame it. I... Um, that's... That I just was, love it hmm. from start to finish. I can listen to it from start to finish and every time not be bored. Like, do you know when you kind of get used to an album so much that you kind of go, okay, it's coming to this yeah. part, it's coming to this part? i think it's i think it has the benefit of only being like i think it's only like 34 minutes long as well so um yeah yeah. that's a uh, hard
2: that'd be a hard that's a hard question though if it was like what's your favorite album of all time
0: well of all time well at the moment it's just because i've been listening to it consistently now for about i think it's two years old at this point so i can go just like it it, it, like I, i just know that i every time i listen to it i never get bored of it yeah but um I'm not going to ask you that question. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, fuck. I, was I was going to yeah. the the last qu- kind of question is so what's in store for By Curious next? Like obviously you have the gig. Hmm. I know you're working on an album. Are we able to talk a little bit about it? Or
2: no, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I can, yeah. <laughs> um just a
2: wee bit. <laughs> well, f- yeah. So in terms of future plans, we have a few gigs announced this year. We're not gonna we're not gonna be touring really as much. Mm. We're definitely gonna be gigging. Um, I think there's three. We're playing. Uh, Strange forms in Leeds, and Jamie Lenman's actually headlining. Oh no way! Which is fucking incredible. <laughs> and I, I was actually meant to see him in Leeds, and then COVID got fucked yeah. again. Fucking oh, up. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck you,
0: COVID. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. It really you forget just how much it, shit yeah, is fucked, it fucked like, up. Really yeah. fucked up in terms of
2: yeah. F- fuck. Fuck off, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> fucking sick of Fucking. Fuck off. Uh, I was supposed to see Jamie Lenman <laughs> in Leeds, and then COVID. So it's actually mad now. Think about it that we're, we're playing them, yeah. <laughs> in the Brudenell Social Club, which I've heard is like one of the best
0: venues in England. Oh, fuck. In Leeds. What is it like? Another voices type of thing? Is no, it? it's, it's like,
2: like so in England, there's loads of like all-dayer kind of festivals. Right. Like on a weekend or like this on Saturday and Sunday, I think. So it's just like all day and they get loads of fucking mad bands. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we're playing that in May. Um, I want to say. Oh, off the top of my head, 16th and 17th. Could be 17th and 18th. <laughs> I don't know. I forgot what year I was earlier, so I am not sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're playing Strange Forms Festivals in Leeds. We're playing um, Portals Festival in London, which is one of the... That's the one I was actually talking about earlier, where we play Naces and Nates. But we've been upgraded to a domain stage. Oh,
0: fucking hell. That's yeah, awesome Yeah, pretty
2: cool. Uh, the Portals guys are fucking great. Um, re- like really good stuff in London for, like, experimental, weirder types of music, yeah. you know.
0: The good stuff.
2: <laughs> they're great. And so I watch you from afar playing that. That's always... They're fucking... The bee's knees. I have like, seen
0: them the once in there, but they were fucking phenomenal.
2: I think more important, they're, like, the loveliest fucking people. I always... I, like, I remember when we toured with them last year... Just like Rory, the guitarist, like he's just always in a fucking good mood. Who are you? I'm one of my favorite songwriters. Like just like, but always so friendly. Mm. You know, after a few, he's just like, I. Just that's like honest. the thing that kind of amazes me the most. Like just, I fucking love that band. Um, so playing with them would be great. Um, there's, I've actually seen who's being announced next, which I cannot announce here <laughs> or, or I'll be in trouble. But it's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. The the other well, anyway, <laughs> I'll let the people of portals tell you that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> And then we're playing Wild Roots Festival in Sligo and get Rudimental. Do you remember that band? Fuck me, that's a while back now. <laughs> they're, they're playing. That's interesting. Um, yes, yeah, so we're playing that. I think they're the only three announced so far. And then the most important one. Yes, why I'm here. So why you're here. Yes, why I'm here. here. Like Sailed again, which we <laughs> we have talked about. I we hope we did.
0: We did. Talk we did, about we it. did. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. That's why we talked about the ep for quite a bit i think
2: yeah i think so and then we, yeah, yeah. we moved on but it that's always, podcasts so yeah, isn't it yeah. <laughs> i liked that at the start when you i was like oh, i'm ranting you're like we're on a podcast <laughs> great Talk as
0: much shite as you want <laughs> yes brilliant uh,
2: yeah march 10th it's a friday um in Workman's cellar five years if i'm so confused that is gonna be i still find that and crazy. we're i forgot to mention this we're literally we're playing like the four songs ep but we're gonna like we're not playing... Uh, this is the plan anyway. I don't think we're going to play anything off Reconstructed. Really? We're going to play... Possibly. We might actually... Just in case play, a lot of people like, want to hear be, Reconstructed. Just in case. We will play it. <laughs> we will. Um, that's the plan. But... Like, we're going to probably play, like, TOI. Which, I mean, we haven't played that in five years. Which is our second single with Terry McMahon on the sample. Where he's, like... Talking about the homeless crisis. Um, in... In Dublin or in Ireland in general, and um yeah, we're gonna be, like playing songs like that. And it was actually I was just playing them last night. Some of the songs it's like, it fucking weird. So it's gonna be like <laughs> loads of old tunes. Oh, some we didn't even record. We maybe one or two songs off. What was uh, B sides and bangers, which was a live session we did on YouTube. But it's gonna be just. Uh, 2018, baby, like Lim biscuits saying, 1999,
0: <laughs> but it's 2018, baby. I'm, just out of curiosity, yeah. have you been to the Workman Centre? Yes, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, I it's gonna there. be. That's gonna be a great gig for you lads as well, because there's, no, there's there's no stage to it, isn't there? there? I think they've
2: improved the stage for a bit. But I was there. I played with a band called Swindiver, which is my friend Jonathan and Ben. Um, their band, pretty cool stuff. Uh, I played there, and Nerves are on the bill. I think they were headlining, but I had to leave early because i was tired apologies but um (laughs) played that and it was fucking great in terms of like i was using in-ears that night and the sound was great then i was at the last vinci played there that was great it's just an all-round and i'm not just saying because i'm promoting
0: the gig here it's actually no it's a lot lot of it's it's a fun venue to play for bands. you
2: need more venues with that kind of like because it's only like 100 and some capacity that's another thing to know it's only 100 tickets available get on that kids but um (laughs) It's fucking is that great. Is all it is, is it? Yeah, it's about that. Yeah. It to supposed to be in the like... liquor rooms. Do you remember there? No. It was a real weird venue. I remember it was like over, like a real specific age at the time. It was like <laughs> over like 28 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> but I somehow got in and I remember seeing Moon that Looks On.
0: That is oddly specific.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was that specific, but it seemed it at the time. I remember seeing Moon Looks On playing there. Great. band, <laughs> would recommend. Stephen Gormley, shouts out. Uh, Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that.
0: No, that'll be, that'll be a lot of fun.
2: That's the gigs that are in so far. We will have more down the line. And then album two, uh, starting pre-production. Exciting stuff. Uh, for next week. Well, like, week from yeah today. Yeah. Uh, actually going on a Wednesday. Um, we're in Leipzig, which we're going to be doing it with Tom Peters, who's recorded our previous stuff. Um, and we're meeting up with him and then Alex, our manager from the last thing. as well. And Narrow we'll Door records. Um, we're all going over and we're going to kind of find like we have four songs we're going to kind of focus on that's the plan so that's starting and uh yeah anyone who saw us on the last the last actually yeah last three tours basically from the french tour and then the irish tour we did two new songs which will probably make the album Um, there's lyrics on it that's different
0: yeah that was like as i said when we started like as uh, zach was like did you know tyron is singing on the mm-hmm. album and i was like i think Gav mentioned to me my, that might be a thing and he's like he's really good <laughs> yeah and he's getting he's getting better and better and
2: i remember the first he i showed up for a rehearsal once and he was like listen to this and then it was like because tyron would use i think it's a pro tools or logic i can't remember but he kind of program kind of a drum beat sometimes that he likes and he was playing with this drum. so that's class he's like and i'm gonna sing over i was like ooh, <laughs> and we jammed out. i was like fucking hell and then i think Darren's just really been enjoying the process mm. of singing and it's funny as well because i was getting a feedback you should get a singer you should get a singer you know it's like get lyrics get a singer and it's like uh whatever and it's come kind of naturally it's not forced at all if anything yeah. It's very natural, more natural than if we were write an instrumental tune now. You know what I mean. So it's a
0: very natural program. I, I told uh, you about process, the, which I, is good. I went to one of your gigs and brought a friend of mine from work. Yeah, and uh, she, her, she, she was like, she was about, uh, after like four songs. She's like, wait, so they don't sing yeah. at all? And I was like, no. And she goes, what? Yeah, it's funny that <laughs> the whole like. Some people just don't get it. That's
2: fine. It just yeah. means they're not as cool as you and me, Barra. Yeah. <laughs> but some people—that's the main thing. <laughs> but it's funny because I, yeah, I dunno. Oh, that's fair enough. I don't hold that against anyone if they don't
0: like it. Mm. I like it. Do well, you, you, you?
2: Do you like it, Barra? I love it. I ah, you know good. it.
0: You know I love it. As long as, as long as Barre loves it, you wouldn't be here if I didn't like rest. it. To be <laughs> fair, <laughs> 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 Nah, but
2: um, yeah, it's that's that's the main. I. It's a bit different, but at the end of the day, it's me and Taran playing on us. Playing our instruments, it's gonna sound like. Bi- I think it still sounds like by Bi- Cure. It's just with another layer.
1: Hmm.
2: It's a bit different, not too different, but that that'll be. I don't know when will be released. I don't know if it will be recorded, but it's in the works, and we've a good bit written. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, boy. I don't actually have any
0: more questions. <laughs> really? For you. I don't know. That was nice, wasn't it? That was nice. I That's enjoyed nice. that I, like, I, like, I enjoy talking to you about music, Robert. <laughs> You're very fun to talk Thank to. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I also love talking to you about music. That's good. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, so I guess we'll. This is, as I said at the beginning of when we before recorded. Two things I hate <laughs> the intro and the outro oh, no. so uh, but thank you very much for joining me it was a pleasure having you
2: yeah it's pleasure being here uh 10 to march yeah get
0: those tickets mm. i'll I'll, do a, I'll post i'll post the link for the tickets when i put the episodes up and it's all that stuff as well All this. Class. Fantastic. That really fun